say what they can't radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another live episode of In You I Trust. And tonight is another ladies' night. And um, I have uh, my two ladies on the side of me, really, really, really close friends of mine. One uh, to the right of me, Miss Shani Raycel Bryan. <laughs> of course, you know I have to call out your full government. Um, we've actually been friends for over 30 years. I won't give exactly how much time because we won't <laughs> reveal the age tonight. But um, this is this is truly my this is another part of me. She's my soul sister, and um, I'm going to give you some more info about her shortly. But um, to the left of me, I have Mrs. Alicia Settles, who is my sister in Christ. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And um, I've known Alicia for a little over a decade now. So, yeah, yeah, we we. We've had a run together as well. Yeah. So I want to thank you ladies for being here tonight and joining me. Forgive me with my voice. I've been struggling, battling a cold all week long. And um, finally, as of uh, yesterday, I was feeling a little better. <clears throat> so um, today is a special part two of a ladies' night. Uh, my first ladies' night was uh, a few weeks ago. And... Um, that was also a touching ladies' night. There was some powerful testimonies that evening um, from one dear close friend of mine, another an, another woman that I just met. Um, but again, because this isn't a scripted podcast, it was really touching for me that night just to hear new testimonies from these powerful women. And... Um, my ladies' night 20 years ago, well, our ladies' night 20 years ago, was totally different. Friday nights, totally different. I mean, we didn't go out and party all the time, but we had our little party in, indoors, and, you know, it would consist Fish of... fries and <laughs> alcohol. That's and... right. We had to have the Hennessy BSOP, and the ladies got together, and, you know, we had, we had fun. We had fun. So, you know, I, I am truly thankful to God to have went through that phase in my life because it's so it's so humbling to look back and watch how much growth you've made and i'm i'm just truly thankful i can look back at that time and say wow that was my ladies night 20 plus years ago but this is my ladies friday night now and i'm truly thankful to god for that and um you know, the topic I wanted to talk about tonight was unconditional love, which is why I brought you two ladies here. Um, it may get a little emotional for me because it has been a trying week. I tell you, the enemy came in really hard this week. And, um, you know, I saw it coming. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, sometimes even though you see it coming and you, you pray about it, there's some things that you just can't stop. You just can't prevent. And... Sometimes I think it's just God's way of wanting us to go through things because we do have to experience growth. And, um, you know, just like for our children, we love them unconditionally, but sometimes we have to step back and allow them to go through some things. Because they need to experience things <clears throat> on their own so that they can say that I had that experience and he learned from it. Us telling them everything is not going to always suffice because... 
there are people just like us. We have to go through our own trials and tribulations, and our parents tried to warn us too, right? So, right. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, and I think that's what the Father does with us. And, um, you know, I'm glad you, you started speaking. So now I can really introduce you to like, <laughs> this is my ride or die. Like I was, I had saw a tweet from Megan Good and, um, she was wishing her sister a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, I had to write it down. She said, this is my other purpose partner, my safe place. And when I think about you, there's nothing you don't know about me. Like, we've been through so much together, and, you know, you you just know everything about me, and we've never, I mean, we've lived together, we've gone through, (laughs) (laughs) we've gone through so much together, but at the end of the day, what, this is my sister, like, when, when I met my husband, she was introduced to him as my sister, and he couldn't see her as anything else, like, and he understood why, like, he was like, that, but that's not your blessed sister. But after a while, he was like, he could only refer to her as <laughs> your sister because he understood, like, how deep it was for us. And the unconditional love we have for each other, it, it's just, there's other than outside of my mother and my daughter, you know, and my sister, this one right here, like, it, we have never had a time where we just did not speak to each other. Never. Never. I mean, we get upset. We have gotten upset, but we, it's just not something we can do. And that's the kind of love that I wish we all could just acknowledge and walk through because this is the love that the father wants us to have because he has it for us, you know, and, um, he also wants us to love him unconditionally. And I just had to, I, I just recently got to that point where, you know, I went to him for everything. And now I'm, I sit back and I'm like, why is it that, because not that to say that I don't go through anything, but it's so much easier now to just sit back and put everything on him because I know he loves me unconditionally. And even though I'm going through, I know he's going to bring me out. So I'm like, but why didn't I know this so long ago? Like, what took so long for me to get to this point to know that I don't have to fight my all these battles, everything that comes up against me on a daily, that I could just, you know, you always say to me that, you know, I kind of live in a bubble and, you know, I don't expose myself to people as much. Um, but you know, I just, for me, it was because people, you can't trust people. You can't trust people. You can't trust them to love you unconditionally and to put themselves aside for you. So, you know, just learning that now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm just learning that. I'm still in the process of trying to trust again, like my whole life. Like I don't trust people. And trust people with, you know, after being burned so many times. It's like when you always are open, just always open to everybody and thinking everybody is going to be your friend. And people have a and way they, of changing you, and it's unfortunate, but they change you for the worse. Yeah. And I think I'm going through that internal battle myself because I remember me being a different person before. Yeah. I agree. And now people that 
new people that come across me, they think I'm mean. And maybe I am. I come across that way because I don't really take too much from anyone. Um, I, I have my, <laughs> <laughs> and that's my demeanor with any and everyone. But like, if you know me, right. I'm part of pure gold. I'm the softest of all of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the softest of all of them. <laughs> but outside, people would never know that. Mm-hmm. They would never know that. But I, I, I put it all out there. But at the same token, I don't. Because if I don't know you, I don't have any interest on being open or even getting to know you at this point. Like I'm to that. And that's not good. Like you're not supposed to live life like that. Right. Let's see that that was that's my problem. I was a total opposite. I feel like if I'm always gonna be open and then I just share everything that I'm going through or feeling, I'm expecting the same in return. No, people but don't then do when that. they don't do it or I feel like, you know, you mean reserved, like well You feel like, slighted. Yeah, and it's just like I was like, Okay, well, where I'm trying to be close like I don't understand like what could be the problem but I'm like okay you know it's just again I just then you just build that wall back up of the fence like okay I don't trust anybody like a secret I share with you and then next you know I hear from someone else like oh okay yeah and um it's a I have Sister Alicia um, to the left of me um again she is my sister in Christ we do go to the same church and um, it's amazing because with that unconditional love that God gives you, he is our ultimate lifeline, but he gives you people to be your lifeline as well, to get you through your days. And the two of it. you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It, the two of you are always used in my life as a lifeline. And I am truly thankful that he works through you both when I'm going through something and it's so funny because Alicia was pressing me this week. She's like, well, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and um, she had sent me this text. She always sends me, like, she's always right on time with her text. And she's like, good morning. You know, I pray you have a wonderful, blessed, prosperous day. <laughs> it's always so bubbly. And it comes through at the days, like, I really need it. I look up and I'd be like, yo, I love her so much. Like, you know, and she doesn't know the impact that she has made in my life, that how she has turned my day around because something came up against me that morning. So the other day when she texted me, we she was actually going through something. And I oh, said, like, you all right? Like, listen, I need to talk. I need to talk. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I said, you, you, you set the topic off this week because I'm never really planned for this. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, it's like all of this is preset. Like I literally walk into these podcasts blindly. Like, and the the date and times can be scheduled, and I have no idea what will be spoken. But, you know, I knew from day one when this started, it wasn't about me. It was about him, and it was about what he wants, what word he wants to go out to the listeners. So um, when Alicia texted me and she was going through, I said, you know what? That's the topic. We're going to talk about unconditional love. And she's like, no, I'm not going to get on there and start crying. And I'm like, no, 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 it's it's not going to be like that. Um, but truly, you know, I, I really wanted to touch so much on God's unconditional love because sometimes we don't know how we get there. And, um, you know, going back to uh, the Old Testament, it was all about the, sacri- the sacrifice that um, 
the people needed to make, and it was a blood sacrifice. But uh, Christ came and he died, and we no longer had to have, you know, those animals as the blood sacrifice because we had the Lord as the living Savior, as the flesh that, you know, went to the cross and sacrificed for us. So all we have to do is repent and, you know, accept the Lord Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we receive, uh, you know, the the blessings and the sanctification and, um, you know, the mercy of God. And, um, you know, I just, because there are so many believers out there that, you know, believe in Christ, believe in God, but are still struggling from day to day. And not saying we won't have a struggle, because uh-huh. we will. You know, he never said there won't be times, hard times. But it's like, what is it that people can't get to that point where they just fully trust, where the faith reaches to that level to say, I fully trust God to get me through whatever it is I'm going through, you know? Um, I think it, I think it starts with <clears throat> life experiences. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. We know life can be hard. So... Some people feel like when things are unfair to them or when things don't go their way that they feel like God is not working in their favor. Other people weren't raised to believe in God. Mm -hmm. They didn't have God as a foundation in their home. So to really find it as an adult, I mean, it takes, you have to want to, right? Or there has to be something that will lead you there. A lot of people go to God when... They need him when something is happening, when it's a loved one or they're in a crisis, then they start calling out to God. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes that leads them to God because maybe they'll feel like God is working for them. So that'll give them that reassurance or that hope like, okay, like there is a God and they gravitate to him. But I think it's all about the person, like. Because you, you hear so many different people when, like, when they discuss their belief in God, those that don't believe or those who question the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel like it's all about an experience that happens that can either turn them to God or away from God. Sometimes people will call for God, and then at that very moment, if he's not there for them when they need him right, in that right. moment, then he's not real. Right. He doesn't work right. for them, so they don't want to have anything to do with him. Right. So that's – and I've seen people that hold on to that kind of stuff, like, oh, when I was a kid, I asked God to do this. He didn't do it, so God is not real. Mm. And they're adults, and they, they're mm-hmm. still, like, holding on to something that happened as a child. So, I mean – I can speak for myself. God was taught to me or I knew about God from home. Like my grandparents both had two different religions. So I was exposed to being a Jehovah Witness as well as going to like a Baptist church. But in any case, it was still God. That's right. No matter it was what. It, it was, <laughs> there was still God. There was God. There was Jesus Christ and then there was Jehovah. So in any case, but it started from childhood. And I am not a religious or I do not go to church religiously. However, in my home, we are God-fearing. We are God's children. My son believes in God. Um, we pray together before we eat, after. Like, we always give thanks. So I think it's about maybe, again, life experiences or foundation of when you grow, like from when you're growing up and what your parents expose you to. Mm-hmm. For me personally. Yeah, and I was in, I was listening to... Um I always talk about the music I listen to, but that, again, I had said before, that's what gets my spirit moving all day long. 
And uh, in Kirk Franklin's song, Favor, um, there was a verse where he, uh, he says, I shouted, and um, I shouted loud, but God never heard me. And I became a victim of my own life. Mm. And, you know, I, I think that's what tends to happen. Like you said, you know, if God doesn't answer right away, if you don't get that answer right away, then it's like, all right, he's not here. And, um, you know, again, I had said this week was a trying week for me. Um, you know, I had shared with you last night and I had to go to God myself this week for an answer. And, but he did answer immediately, but it's not like I have the complete answer. But I know I have to continue to work at what he, to a level he wants me to get to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what happened this week I'm going to share is that, um, you know, when I was attacked, my son was also attacked. And I had noticed just recently that that's what's been happening. When I get attacked, he's getting attacked as well. And, you know, it, it, it really brought me to tears because I have three children, but I don't see it happen with my daughter and I don't see it happen with my other son. But with Seth, it happens. And I'm like, God, why is this happening with him? And um, he said to me, because he shares your spirit. And that hit me hard because it's like, do I have to now look forward to when I'm being attacked that my son is going to be be attacked and I can't prevent it? But he told me, just like you had to go through, he's going to have to go through. And that, that killed me because no matter how much I pray, not to say that he's not answering my prayers to protect my child, right. but I'm still going to have to watch my child go through. And that unconditional love that we have for our children, no one wants that. So, you know, going back to what Shani said, those answers don't often come right away. Right. We don't know all the time. But we have to maintain that faith. You know? Um, I remember you had shared with me one time, you were going through as well, and uh, uh, your son Jaden came to you, it was like, Three o'clock in the morning, you said, and it was like, Mommy, God wants your attention. Yeah. <laughs> Long story short, yeah, because um, I had, um, it was in the middle of the night, it was like around 3, like 3.30. I can't remember the times off, off head. But um, I kept hearing, I heard a knock at the door. So I had, I was like, I know, I'm like, who is knocking at my door at 3 in the morning? So I'm getting up, you know, everybody is asleep. So I'm getting up, and then, and I'm and I walk downstairs I don't open the door, but I'm looking outside through the window, and I don't see nobody. I was like, okay, am I bugging? So then I went back upstairs, laid back down, and then maybe about like a half hour later, I hear another another knock, like someone's knocking on the door. So I'm like, I'm really bugging, like somebody's really knocking on the door. This time I didn't go downstairs. I was like, let me sit up to see if I'll hear it again. And I didn't hear it again, so then I went back to sleep. And then by the time, like, I couldn't even go fully back to sleep because I was sitting there just laying to see when it was going to happen again. Mm -hmm. But next thing you know, as I'm still 
wide awake at four something in the morning and um, my alarm goes off. It's time for me to get up. So I was like, okay, I didn't hear it. Maybe it must have came. So now as I'm getting ready, you know, Jaden gets up, wake him up, you know, get him ready for school. And as I'm taking him a bath, um, he's like, he's like, he's like, you didn't hear. Um, he was like, God is talking to you. You don't hear him. And I was like, well, first he was like, he was like, oh, God was talking to me last night. I said, I said, okay. So, you know, Jaden said these things sometimes. I said, okay. I said, well, what did he say? He said, oh, you don't hear him? He's he's talking to you. He wants to talk to you for one second. Wow. And I was, and I couldn't do nothing but literally just ball out in tears and cry because I was like, maybe the knock I was hearing was That's God right. trying to wake you talk up to me. That's right. But now you, you used my son mm-hmm. just to get my attention. So then I just, I just broke down and he was like, so he was like, mom, he said, he said, listen, he's like, be quiet. Listen, you don't hear it. Oh, and then I, I was like, I was like, no, I don't hear it. <laughs> so, so now it's just like, you know, sometimes in the middle of the night, I'm just sitting there just thinking like, okay, am I going to hear that knock again? Am I going to hear that knock again? But I have these moments um, where I have like these restless nights, like I can't sleep. Oh yeah. And it's like nothing I do. I just, I can't sleep or I'm waking up in the middle of the night. It's always around three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and I'm constantly getting up and I'm like, no, and I'm tired. Like I'm working, you know, I basically two jobs. And I got my business and I'm working also full time job. And it's like I never get no sleep. It's like I'm not even like just physically tired. It's just mentally exists. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just like, okay. So maybe this time, the next time it happened again, I'll get up and I just get into some prayer. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like what? Like I don't know. Like. I'm saying, what do you want, Lord? I had those three, three thirty in the morning. Just tell me. (laughs) It was like a consistent wake up that time of the morning for me, and it got to the point where, and thank God, I had carpet on my floor because I literally, when he would wake me up, I would literally just roll on the floor, roll off the bed to the floor, and just lay down, face on the floor, start praying, and half the time I would fall asleep down there, and I even real know that I'm sleeping until I go to turn over, and I'm like, you're on the floor, and then I would get back and get in the bed, um, but yeah, that that is truly, you know, the love that he has for us. He will do what he has to do to get our attention, to get us to walk and to listen because he has so many blessings for us. And a lot of times we block our blessings and, you know, it, it gets it to the point. I, I, I just sit back and I think, and I'm like, sometimes we can folk, we can take something like, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to go on a diet <laughs> or, you know, you know, some people, I want to stop smoking. I want to do this, you know, and we can take that thing and focus on it. And just have the power to get it done, that drive, because we want it. And I'm like, why can't we have that same desire for him when he's the one that can make our lives so much easier if we just put that kind of energy into him, you know? Sometimes it can it can be hard, like you know how she mentioned before, like when you don't hear from him and he's not speaking back to you, and then you're starting to feel defeated. You know, I'm staying on for myself, um, where there's a you know sometimes a period in time like 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 oh, what's the point? Like nothing's getting answered. I don't hear anything. Like I'm I'm 
fighting here, I'm fighting there. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm just tired. Like, it's like, what else is there to do? And then finally, when you finally at that breaking point, and then, oh, now you speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but, but that's what he'll do. He'll get you to that breaking point. Because what we don't realize is there's certain things within us that need to be broken. Right. In order for us to move to the next level. See, here's my thing with God. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm at a point where, like, I call Janelle and I'll be like, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> over everything. Just on, I think, Wednesday, I told her, I'm not doing the podcast. I have nothing to say. Right. She sure do. I have she nothing said, I for have nobody, nothing, yeah. nothing for anyone. <laughs> I don't want to talk. <laughs> because literally, all I wanted to do was leave work and go straight home and sit in my room. And that's how I felt. But see, <clears throat> this is what God, I feel like he's doing to me. I'm just talking from my personal experience because he knows I love him. He knows I believe in him, right? And he's putting me through some things right now. But I understand that we have to go through things, right? Trials. So I keep telling him, just tell me what you want me to learn here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, get it, get it over with. Get it over like, with. Because I'm not getting it. Like, you know me. <laughs> so if you know me and I'm not getting it, like, because I'm honestly just a little bit stupid, a little bit slow. Like, obviously, you know me. I'm not getting it. So just put it out there for me. Like, I need you to show me. Let's not talk to him. Like, just what do you want me to learn here? Just tell me. I'll do it. Like, whatever you want me to do. But my point is that I feel like he puts us through these things. Of course, he wants to test our faith. That's right. He has to know that we really believe in him. Mm-hmm. And I get worried or I get scared if he even thinks that, like, when he knows that I'm doubting him, I get worried, like, I'm sorry I'm doubting you. I know you know this, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, because I just be trying to be like, don't be mad at me. Yes, I'm a little bit, what's the word? Stubborn. Oh, definitely. Not. <laughs> but I, I'll be telling him, you made me this way. Right. So, like, help me be a, just help me be a better person. Like, because you made me like this. Like, and I tell him, like, listen, I'm doing the best I can. From, <laughs> so, help me out, okay? I was like, help me. <laughs> no, seriously. I'll be like, what do you want me to learn here? Hello? Like, I don't get it. So, and it's funny you say that because I always have to come with the scripture. And my scripture is coming from Deuteronomy 6. And, um... I'm going to read from verses 3 to 5. And uh, this is where, right before he gave uh, Israel the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. to live by. And he, it says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of the fathers have promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Goes back to, like I said, the power that we put into so many other things. You know, why can't we just put that much dedication to God? You know, we can make time for everything else, what we want in our lives. Oh, I get it. Like, because when we want something, we want it. We yeah. can love on it. We want this. We focus on that. But why aren't we fo- just as focused as to what we need to do for God? Mm-hmm. That right. makes and sense. There's a scripture. Um, I'm paraphrasing. I think um, it goes on. Seek ye the kingdom. Seek ye the kingdom first. Basically, seek him first and he'll give you everything you ask for. Yeah, pretty so, much. You know, it's, it's, I know what you're speaking of. It's, you know, if you seek 
his kingdom first, everything else will pretty much fall into place. Right. He'll take care of everything else. Um, you know, just like it, the verse also says, he'll if he takes care of the fowls of the air, you know, what need that you have that he won't meet. Right. You know, so, you know, we, we, we truly have to, you know, think about it when we think about our children, that unconditional love that we have for them, that everything that we would give and provide for them, it's the same when it comes to God. And, I mean, we are his children, so a lot of times, like you said, you, you're trying to ask them, well, what are you trying to say to me? And I know our kids look at us the same way. You know, <laughs> it's not until they get to a certain age, and, I mean, they still get there, and it's like, what, what are you talking about? I don't understand. And it's not so much that you don't understand, it's you don't want to see it a certain way. Because then, then you have to step outside of yourself. And that's the hardest thing to do, is to deny yourself to accept his will. And that's the hardest thing for us. And, you know, I guess it came with changing your ways, changing oh, yeah. habits. Yeah. Oh, we just had this conversation of just trying to undo the things that are a normal, be what seems to be a normal behavior, but you realize that it's actually something that you should actually let go and kind of reinforce like new behaviors or <clears throat> so you got to step outside of what you know or your comfort of yourself. So, yeah. I'm it's a daily sacrifice. <laughs> it's a daily, like, it's a daily murdering of yourself. And it's and hard. It is. It's, it's really, really hard. It's hard and it's trying. Because we look for comfort. Right. And, or, and what's just easier or just, you know, or when you just don't have to deal with certain things. Um, but definitely it's, it's about like a comfort, I think, or just. Yeah, not having to deal with things because when you got to deal with things, it's hard. You got to sit there and try to pick through it and understand and why and it's a lot. But but that's the that's the whole idea. I mean, a lot of it is we don't have to do it because he'll do it for us. All we have to do is take it to him and say, Father, I'm putting this in your hands and I'm going to lean on you to either make it clear or to help me to show me how to get this done. Or if it's, you know, something that you're going through or something that's coming up against you to say, this is not my battle. I am putting this in your hands. And, Father, you have to remove these people from around me. You have to move me from this situation. And, I mean, it, it I'm making it sound easy. But to be honest with you, everything, and you've known what I've been through from day one, everything I've gone through. Within the last three years of me doing that, it's like, wow, you know, I walk in such peace now. The, uh, like I said, things come up against me. Just like I said this week, you know, it went down with, with Seth. But I still know that because I'm not walking in my purpose, but in his purpose for my life, I know he got this for me. So even though I'm coming up against something and I don't know you know, and my child is involved, I still know that we're both going to come out on top. And it just it's just been so much easier. It's, it's so much more peace. And so the weight is just so much lifted. And I'm like, why didn't I know this so long ago? So long ago. But it was a process. It was a process of truly being broken. And um. 
I can sit here and testify that his love is unconditional because, oh, yeah, I screw up. You know, I, my prayer life, forgive me, Lord, but you know, my prayer life sucks. It sucks. You know, I will read the word daily, but my prayer life sucks. And that has been a prayer for me to say, Lord, I know, you know, I'm lacking here. So, you know, with me telling him, I know I'm lacking here, you know, and I need my prayer life to be better because I have to intercede for other people because it's not just for me and my children, but it's for others as well. That's what my prayer, my prayer is to intercede for others that are going, that's going through as well. Why wouldn't he change what's happening within my day? Why wouldn't he allow the enemy to come in to cause disruption in my day, in my daily, my day to force me to pray? And we have to start looking at it like that. You know, we, we ask, we ask, but what is it that we have to change to get what we're asking for? Right. Because it starts with us. True. You know, just um, recently um, where, you know, I did ask the Lord because, you know, I just have been so, like, so unhappy for a while. And it's just like, it, it could be from, from people or just to myself and, and then God just really, you know, he comes to me in my dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, he speaks a lot through my dreams. Um, people who I may not even talk to no more um, still show up in my dreams on that I should deliver messages to or I should speak right. to, and I don't. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm getting a lashing because I didn't do those when he asked me to. Mm-hmm. And um, just just recently um, he had showed me, um, gave me a dream where everybody who I have unforgiveness for that mm. hurt me prior before and I'm still holding on to that. Wow. And so he I have to forgive. He won't right. So I do have I can only admit to myself I, I do have a lot of unforgiveness from uh, from a lot of people. And for him to show me a dream with everybody and what I need to do so let's to let it go. So let's talk about it because I'm all for staying away from people that I feel that has caused me harm at this point in my life, right? Mm-hmm. However, if you are still holding on to it to the point where it's still hurting you, because I feel like when you just said that, I feel like I seen the hurt in you. Like, you know, because like, I'm, I'm looking, for, I'm looking for, for for the people to to apologize. No, and that's and that's that's where it's always an you argument. You don't like, have oh, to be. They don't ever have to apologize. be your friend again. They will never have to deserve your energy, your time, your heart ever again. However, for you personally to be able to smile, you got to forgive them. I have forgiven people that doesn't deserve forgiveness. And I've always had to be the bigger person after a while. And everybody, and I'm stubborn. But just for me personally, just so I can let it go, so I can actually talk about that person and be like, whatever. Opposed to every time I talk about them, like my whole insides is fluttering. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm crying and all yeah. of that because... You can't let it go. I'm, I'm, I'm the one you need to talk to. <laughs> yes. No, seriously. Yes. Seriously, because you know, I told you, I didn't, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> you gotta let it go, just it's, for you. It's so hard. No, like, it's not about Lord them. Have mercy, like you could say, screw them for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, they still don't deserve to be a part of your life. But for you, for you, they got, they gotta go. You gotta That's let that true. go. That's very true. You're and absolutely it, right. And it's it's so funny because, you know, Alicia, like, I, 
times when we're talking, I look back and I'm like, you know, I say to her, I say, you remind me so much of me 10 years ago. Like that fire she has, Mm -hmm. like she's always ready to just pop off. I mean, but it's, when I put a little estate, do you want me to say something, I'm Alicia? <laughs> no, you don't have to, my love. Like, you know, and, um, you know, that same energy, like she's saying, that same energy you have to pop off quick on a person. Oh, Lord. You have to turn that energy around. And put it into yourself and let them people go. Yeah. You got to let them people go. You're right. You are yeah. right. You're right. Because they, 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 they moving on. They, they <laughs> off with they life. People don't hold on to stuff. Let me tell you something. People will wrong you and not even acknowledge it. Oh, yes. And they will move on and act yes. like you did something to yeah. them. Yeah, and it don't matter how much you want them to understand. Because trust me, I understand. You want them to understand your hurt, right? You right. want them to, like, at least show some type of remorse remorse some mm-hmm. type of um compassion, compassion. Mm-hmm. right people are not built like that you have to realize that you are you and these people are them and right. just let them go You're right. and it is it's i feel like it also it changed a lot like of how i am like after mm-hmm. all that you've done i just mm-hmm. now just like i put a brick wall up mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like I won't allow no one else right and you ain't having come. it from nobody i know and that's Me what too. it's designed that's how the enemy designs to do it because and you you two when i tell you you both your hearts are so big and you are always given this one will write a four-page letter to someone (laughs) and a heartbeat she she will write a four-page letter and put everything out there on the table and be vulnerable because i believe in being transparent and i love that about her her heart is so real like and And i get hurt a lot yes i get hurt and disappointed a lot i do because i can't understand why people can't just be real and i also believe that what you give to others i would think that they would give it back but they don't and i'm learning but it's not going to change who i am i'm still going to love the way i love i'm still going to love on my people the way i love them I'm not going to mess with other people, though. Like, I don't mess with other people. (laughs) (laughs) However, I love my peoples, and they know that. Mm -hmm. So you still got to find, like, I think the only thing that probably keeps me going is these relationships here. Like, I don't have a husband. I don't have a boyfriend. I have my son who I love with all my heart. But we're really, like, my relationships are with my friends, like, with this one right here, my sister, like, with my little nephew. Like, that's where I pour my love out to, like, and that's where I kind of get it back. So you got to kind of, like, look at it from that perspective, like, this is not how I thought it was going to be. Like, how don't I have a husband? Me? Like, it's it's insane. It's it's like asinine that I don't have a husband. I've always believed in love. Always. (laughs) But that's how, life. that's how, like, the tables would, like, that's how the, the cards played out for me or whatever. But I, I find the little joys, the little things, because they say, you know, you're supposed to be happy with your blessings, right? So she's a blessing to me. I know that. Like, God gave me her for a reason, and I thank him for her all the time. So whatever, who, whoever hurt you, I can't, we not, we can't curse on him. <laughs> <laughs> but whoever hurt you, right? Oh, mm-hmm. 
Sorry. That was the <laughs> yeah. Whoever hurt you, you got to let that go, boo. They didn't deserve you. And you talk to God all the time. Talk it out. And mm-hmm. actually see those people. See them for who they really are. And then kind of work your way through it and, like, acknowledge the part that you played in it, how you may have allowed them to hurt you multiple times and stuff like that. Because we do that. We give too many chances and stuff like that. We try. We want to believe in people. You got to let it go. You got to be able to smile. You have to. That's true. You're right. And this is a girl that's hurt, too. You hear me? But, (laughs) again, I just be like, life be passing you by. And you you look back and you done spent five years hurt. Mm. Hurt. You ain't living. You ain't been with nobody. You've been sitting in the room. I'm talking about me. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying, no, for real. And you be like, why? Because some people, they done probably done been on 50 vacations, 20 relationships since you. Let it go. Whoever you have around you that's actually pure and genuine, and including God, you give them what you have of you mm-hmm. and anybody else you're right you are right but it, it starts with that forgiveness you know like she said you will probably never get that apology you won't um and it's okay yeah yeah that's like the toughest thing it's i like, know it, 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 it it's, it's just like, messed up and it's just like you know janelle you know like how she said oh you know i'm fired up like like these people know like I will take your head off. <laughs> but it's like, I was like, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this I, is still like a test for you. Eggs. And I was just about to say this that. Is still your it, test. It's him squeezing you. Squeezing you. And he's going to gonna keep you, to, you yeah, at this right. point until that's you right. get past that's it. That's right. You are not going to get past. You will not see nothing else. You will not see a light until you let it go. I spent like five years pining over my son's father. I could not get over the way he did, the way our relationship ended. It, it didn't make sense to me. I could not understand how we went from like love to like, it, it just, it happened overnight. And I could not let go of like, how could you love me one day and then just start a whole new life? I could, I could not let it go. I didn't, I could not understand that. And I wanted him to understand what he did to me. And I put myself through countless hurt and stupidity until I finally realized, like, what am I doing? Like, he is who he is. Like, and what am I doing? Like, at the end of the day, like, and and when I did let it go, is then I got the apology. Not that I needed mm. it at that point. I didn't need it at that point. But he, I got it after I let it go. When I just was like, eh, you got to move on. Because I couldn't, I couldn't ask her. I was like a, a zombie. I could not get over it. And now, girl, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's different. I feel so much lighter. Mm-hmm. And I got other, like, I'm going through other stuff. But however, you just, and, and, and from learning how to let, get past that hurt, it, it made me a different woman as well. Mm-hmm. It taught me things about myself and also just learning how to kind of like maneuver in like my mental state and just moving on and how to like handle certain things like because I I wouldn't let it go. I know it was me. I would not let it go. But now I can say, why did you waste your time like that, girl? I won't do it again. 
and I'm now learning still how to like with any type of controversy or like hurt. It's it's different for me. Like, yeah, you might hurt me a little bit. Eh, I'll say a couple of things, but I'll never be stuck like that again, like mm-hmm. ever. You gotta let that go. I am. I told I told myself go cry it out. You better pray it out, yeah. and you gotta start a mantra. I'm not gonna think about it. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Screw them. Forget them. And so you say I will win with tears in my eyes because it's gonna hurt, but just know you're going to have the victory. And find something for you, anything, anything for you, anything that makes you feel good and that you could literally every day, those, those memories become more distant. Will you be like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that person in a whole year. Oh my God, what? (laughs) Seriously. It's it's funny because you can say, oh my God, like we say that so easily, but we don't easily say, God, take this away. God. I'm putting this in your hands. You know, I'm letting it go. Every time you feel like that, just be like, God, take this away from me. Mm -hmm. Like, and you literally like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. And it works. Like you, it it works. It's about what you're telling yourself. You're just like, I'm not thinking about it. I'm I'm not going to feel that. I won't feel that. It works. (laughs) And, you know, it's amazing because we, we talk about it as far as, you know, individuals that do things to us. But, you know, him as our father, he's looking at us because we hurt him when we're not listening. Like you said, Jaden's like, he's trying to get your attention, mommy. He's <laughs> right. trying, you know, that hurts him because he desires the best for us like we do as parents for our children. He wants us to have the best, but, you know, we just don't listen half the time. And we're so stuck on what we think that is we the know. best thing mm-hmm. for us. Because then that scripture comes to me, it's like, oh, you know, there's a time for peace and there's a time for war. Right. And I'm like, this is war. This is war. He's ready to pop off. Like, this is war. This is Vengeance. <laughs> vengeance is mine. Right. Vengeance sign? is mine, uh, saith the Lord. It's not Alicia. Oh, yeah, you don't let go of stuff too well. You can move on, though. Like, you yeah. definitely can move on, but you ain't never going to mess with them people ever again. Like, yeah, my friend. Yeah, I know about and, you. And like you said, Shani, you know, <clears throat> that apology that you were looking for didn't happen until you said, you know what, I finally... I was already at peace. Yeah, and I had forgiven him. Right, and you moved on, and then you got the apology. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry, it just just brought me through something um, saying that. You know, the, I'm sorry, something just clicked, (laughs) and it kind of got snatched back out. but I'm, I'm just going to bring it back into we have to stop straddling the fence. Mm-hmm. We have to stop saying that we believe in God. Mm-hmm. We know that he created everything. He has dominion over everything. And there's nothing that we can't go to him about that he won't see us through. Yeah, it might not be immediately, but we have to stop straddling the fence. We have to, that unconditional love that we can give to our children, 
and to give to other people, we have to start putting that same energy into him so that we can be victorious, you know? Um, because it, it's it's time for us to stop hurting and stop being pulled by such nonsense in the world because we all have a work to do and we have a work to do for him that will also benefit us in the long run. But we have to learn to let go of ourselves and just give it all to him. I'm so mad that whatever it was that dropped into my spirit as you were saying <laughs> that, like it just totally got snatched out because while you were saying it, I was visualizing something and I'm like, wow. Something clicked and then it just... Yeah. I get it. <clears throat> yeah, because um, anyway, what were we saying that you, um, it wasn't until you were at peace when you finally got that apology. I already had moved forward. And it just, yeah. But, um, yeah, I really want, I really want you to let it go. I really want you to. I'm telling you, like, to hold on to it and all these years go by and you look back to, and you'll be like, I've been hurting for so long. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt your feelings. It hurt my feelings when I realized I sat in the house for like five years trying to stay away from my friends, staying away from my friends, not talking to nobody, not going nowhere, eating, getting fat. And then not liking myself because I'm fat. Like, what was happening here? It's like just a whole bunch of self-destruction. All because of other people. And my biggest thing with myself was I wanted to get back to who I, to me. Like, I wasn't always, I mean, I, mean, I don't have patience, but... I wasn't always this impatient. I wasn't always so, uh, you know what I mean? I used to smile all the time, probably smile too much, you know? So, like, I wanted to find me again. Like, I didn't want to become so hard into the world, but I also don't want to be stupid and get played again, you know? So, like, but I also still want to have a certain spirit within me that I can still feel good about me. So, I be fighting with myself because... Ugh, I don't like people. But <laughs> so you don't like people because, like I said, you have a huge heart. Yeah, but. I just I like good people. I like <laughs> I like people like me. <laughs> yeah, I gravitate to people like me and other people. Yeah, but yeah, like you, you don't let people change your natural being. And I, you, I can tell you're sweet. I know you're sweet. Like you she gotta let it go. I, I, I can tell. Like you just hurt somehow. I don't know who did it, but let it go. Let it go. People are going to continue to come up against you. This is just a part of growing. And you'll feel so empowered. You will feel so empowered. You'll feel so different about yourself. You'll be so happy with yourself. Like, I moved on. And you'll move forward and you'll deal with people differently. And you'll know, like, nobody's going to hurt me like this again. And you're going to protect yourself. Because it all goes back to, like, loving yourself more than anything. Self-love, and that could be the next topic. No, Self-love. Self-love. Because we're talking about letting go of yourself <laughs> and giving your everything course, to well, the Lord so that he can move you and that you can flow in the spirit. I still got to love yourself, Janelle. I mean, I Absolutely, get it. positively I have to love it. yourself. And we know God is going to love us and we're going to love him too. But you got to love yourself too. Okay. I agree. <laughs> okay. I mean, he knows we love him. He knows that. 
But not everybody knows. Not everybody loves him. Well, this is true. I feel bad for people like that. That's their loss, right? I don't even know how they could even survive. I'd be wondering how people could survive like that. Like, what God got planned for them? But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, I want to thank you both for your unconditional love and being my lifeline that at any given moment, for some reason, like, we kind of share the same, you know, our spirits are intertwined one way or another. I didn't know that he spoke to you through dreams, and that happens to me as well. You know, I just found that out tonight. So, you know, we don't know why people are in our lives. But, again, it goes back to that love that he has for us, that he will strategically place those in your life to help you to get through what you need to get through and get to a point in your life that he wants ultimately for us. So I'm glad you ladies have met because, you know, I I kind of tiptoe around things when I speak to you. You know, you, 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 you hear me out, but she puts things in a total different perspective. She's a little <laughs> just hard with it. And um, that's why I, I love her dearly um, because I'm not much of a talker, amazingly, like, you know, doing this podcast. I'm not much of a talker. And people probably realize that I'm more of a listener and an observer. And, and when I, I always call you, like, <laughs> you know, text me, are you free? Like, I and anything I have to say, I, I can say it in two sentences and I'm done, <laughs> you know, but somebody like this who can write a four page letter and, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, she hits deep. But truly, you know, again, I am truly thankful for this podcast, this platform. I'm truly thankful for those who tune in and listen because it, It's about sharing our testimonies and our experiences and knowing that we all are different on different levels, but we're all his children and he loves us all unconditionally. And he's also looking for that sacrificial, unconditional love back to him. So that's what it was about tonight, ladies. And I thank you for joining me on this ladies' night. I didn't cry. I thought I was going to be crying, but Sister Alicia was the one who said, <laughs> I, I told you, like, now I want to do this. And we didn't even get as deep as I thought we were going to get. And, and this one said she had nothing to say. Said, I, I'm coming, but I have nothing to say. Again, this four-page letter. But I, I, I truly thank God for the both of you, and I thank you for taking your time out to come and share this ladies' night with me, my new kind of ladies' Friday night. You know, <laughs> that, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm so happy that he has turned it all around. And, um, you know, I know this is just the start of it because I'm, I, it's, it's just, I'm just getting started. It's just starting to flow. Like I said, I just gave it all to him, and this is the start of it. So thank you, ladies, for being at the beginning, in the middle, and I'm going to see you ladies at the end. Amen. 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 Thank you. Have a good night, everyone.